He was in the gate of Binyamin, Yirmiya. And over there, there was a Baal Pekidus, the one who was in charge, that the people should not leave the city to the Kazdim. And he was Yiriyah, the son of Shalemya, who was the son of Hanayin and Yashekeh, so that was a grandson. But Yis spies as Yirmiyah Hanovi Lamer, and he grabbed Yirmiyah Hanovi saying, Ela Kazdim Ato Neufel, you will fall with the Kazdim. But Yoimer Yirmiyahu Sheker. And Yirmiyahu said that you are speaking falsely. Eneni Neufel El HaKazdim, I won't find the Kazdim of Goimer. Uchsiv in the Paschas, Va Yis spies. Yirmiyahu vayivyehu el hasorim. So this Yiriyah, the grandson of Hananiah, grabbed Yirmiyah and brought him to the sorim. And then it says that the Pasik says, Vayiktsufa asorim al Yirmiyah. They were angry on Yirmiyah vihiku aisoi and they smit him. Venos noisu beis haesur. They incarcerated him beis yohainos on a sefer. Uh, for the prison. So we see that Yirmiya from this, we see that Yirmiya fell in the hands of the grandson of Hanani and Nevi Sheker, whom Yirmiya flattered. Any community that has flattery, people do not rebuke one another. It's disgusting as a woman in Nida. The community of flatterers is Galmud. Galmud comes from the lotion of Nida. For in the cities of the sea, overseas, they call a Nida Galmud. My Galmud. What is the meaning of Galmud? Why is a Nida called so? And the one explains because Galmud is from the lotion of Gumula Mibailo. Gemula means she is separated from her husband. Because during the Nida period she is separated. The Omar Abelazar and the Lezis further called That any community that has flattery the ends, it goes into exile. And we also learned this from Exeter Shove from the words Galmud. Ksiv here it's written with regards to a community that has flattery ki adas with regards to goals, it says, has given birth to me, and I am been bereaved. And So he says the words of Galmuda is used in the terms of exile. And this is Exodus Shava from the other Galmud. Omar ben says there are four groups of evil evildoers who do not receive the face of the divine. The group of scorners, and the group of flatterers, and a group of liars, the group of those who relate evil tongue. And the source for this is the katleitzin, 
that a group of scorners doesn't see the Shekhinah, does not merit to accept the face of the Divine Dichsi, because it says, He removed his hands from being together with those scorners, and the source of Kat Hanefim to the group of flatterers that they don't see the Shekhinah, the Ksiv Kiloy Lefon of Chonev Yovik, for the flattery will not come before him, and the source for Kat Shakodim, for a group of liars that they don't receive the Shekhinah, the Ksiv, because the Pasik says, they were Shekodim Loyikan Lenegad, and the one who speaks falsely should not rest in front of my eyes. And the source for Kat Nesapri Loshon Hore, that the group who relate, speak, Loshon Hore, that they don't get to see the Shekhinah, for you are, don't want evil doesn't live evil doesn't stay with you the meaning of the Pesach is you don't want Resha because for you are righteous and therefore it will not be in your dwelling place with you there cannot be evil and this Parsha is talking about people who speak Lashon Hore as it's written in the continuation of that posik, Ki'ein B'fiyu Nechoyna V'chulu, which talks about Lashon Hore. Hadrin Allah Eilu Namorim, Hadrin Allah Eilu Namorim, Hadrin Allah Eilu Namorim. Now we're going to learn the next Perek, Perek Shmini, which is Perek Mashuach Mulchama. In this Perek, we deal the uh, procedures of the wars that Jews wage against the Goyim. The Mishnah deals uh, here with the words of the Koyin Moshuach HaMulchama, the Koyin who was anointed for war, to uh, prepare and organize the war at the time that they leave the territory of the land. The Pasuk states, when you become close to the war, the Pesach says, So the Koyin comes close, he speaks to the people of Omar Aleyem, and he says to them, Listen Israel, You are coming close today to war over your enemies. Don't let your hearts not be afraid. For God, your God that goes with you, to have war with you, with your enemies, like she has come to save you. So the mission is going to explain these psukim. Says the Mishnah. The Mishnah talks about that the Koyen, who was chosen to be the Mishuach Mulchama, anointed of war, that means that he has to instruct the people at the time they go out to war. At the time that he works, he speaks the words of encouragement to the fighters, he would speak in Lash Kodesh. As the Pesach says, when you come close to the war, when you're leaving the territory of the land, so the Koyen comes close to say his words. The Mishnah explains that it says the Koyen is a Koyen Meshuach Mulchama. This is talking about the Koyen who was anointed for war. He was specifically anointed for this job. And when the Pesach says, V'dibar El Ha'om, he spoke to the people that is Davke, Bil Shoyen HaKoydish, that Davke in the Loshon Koydish. 
And he says to them, listen Israel, etc. He says the Pesach, you're becoming, coming close to Melchama. It says, Al over your enemies, the Pesach says. The Mishnah explains, when it says, Al it means, but it's not, not Loi and your brothers. This war is Loi Yehuda al Shimon, the Loi Shimon al Binyamin. It's not like the wars that the Shevet Yehuda, the tribe of Yehuda, conducted against the tribe of Shimon, which was next to him in his territory. And it's also not like the war of Shimon, the tribe of Shimon, against the Shevet Yehuda, which was next to him in his territory. If you fall in the hands of your brothers, they will have mercy on you. Like it says in the Pesach, that when it was the war of Pekaben Ramalio, the king of Israel, against the Ochos, the king of Yehuda, it says, So the people got up from the, those were the sons of Ephraim, that were mentioned by name previously, it says, and they held on uh, to those who were in captivity, who came back, captivity to worry about all their needs, it says, anybody who did not have clothes to wear, they gave him clothes, from the spoil of the war, and they also dressed them of their own garments, and they gave him shoes. and they gave him to drink. and they gave him to they gave him to eat. and they gave him to drink. and they anointed them with oil. they led them and carried them with donkeys. So to all those who stumbled, those the weak ones, they couldn't go. they brought them to Yerechei, which was called Yiratmorim, the city of the palms. Of uh, the dates, Eitzelachayim, to their brothers, Bnei Yehuda, by Yeshuvu Shemrugav, they return to Shemrugav. So here we see that your brothers, the sons, the Bnei Yisrael, will have Rachmonis, and they will treat you with mercy, and those brothers that they captured during the war. But on the other hand, Aleveichem, Atem Hoilchim. But when you go on your enemies, the guy, you go for war. If you are going to be overpowered and you're going to fall in their hands, they will not have mercies, but they will conduct yourselves with they'll conduct themselves with great cruelty. Therefore, you are warned. Don't your heart be soft. Don't be afraid. Uh, and Al-Takhbazu, from the worries. And the Mishnah explains the particular four instructions and warnings that was told to those fighters. Your heart should not melt, should not be soft, because of the yelling of the horses that they make in order to frighten you and to put a fear in your heart. And that there is the sharpening of their swords and the other um, war uh, tools of the war, munition. Al Tiru means don't be afraid, you should not uh, fall a fear in your heart. 
Trish and Gofas Trisi because of the banging of their uh, of their shields, the Shifas Hakalgasim, and the many you know, warriors. Don't rush. Don't be quick to run away from the blowing of the horns that they blow in order to frighten you. Don't be afraid and don't break from the voice of the yelling that they uh, scream in order to uh, scare you. What you have to remember is it's God, your God, that goes with you. Do not rely on your strength as the going to. Because they come and they rely uh, on the victory of a human being. You come and you trust in the power of Hashem. And therefore you have to turn your hearts to Hashem and to trust in his salvation because you see that the Plishtim that came to wage war bow, they came and they were certain in the victory and in the power of Goliath the Plishtim what was the end? at the end he fell by the sword by David and again with him fell many of his people in the hands of Yehuda and Israel Likewise, we find that Bnei Amin, the sons of Amin, they They came with the security and the victory, they were sure of victory of Shoivach, who was the chief of staff of Hadraezer, the king of Aram, What was the end of Shoivach? He fell by sword in the hands of David and his armies. And many of his people fell with him. But you, the Jewish people, the Atam came. You are not so, you don't conduct yourself and you don't think like the Goyim. For God, your God, goes with you to wage war for you. This is the cap of the Oren. The cap of Israel, that they carry with them the Oren in which the broken luchas were placed, that helps them in the war and they win. So you have the Mishnah. Now the Gemara. So in the Mishnah it said that you spoke to the people of Hashem Kodesh. The Gemara says, Maiko Amar. How, what is he saying? How do we learn from the Pasuk that the Koyin was obligated to speak in Hashem Kodesh? The Gemara says, So he said, It says in the section of Muhammad, it says, He will speak. And by Harsina it says, Oimer, it says, Moshi Daber, Moshe speaks also Lashon Dibur, and Hashem raised and served the Koyim. So we learned the Dibur Dibur as Exer Shavim. Malalon, just like by Har Sinai, Moshe Rabbeinu said his word Lashon Hakodesh for the Ten Commandments of Lashon Hakodesh. Afkan also by Mishuach Mochama, he spoke on Lashon Hakodesh. In the Mishnah we learned that it was specifically the anointed for war that would say the words of encouragement to the people. The Gemara brings the source for this. The Koyen came close and he spoke to the people. So the Gemara says, Yochel, you might think that 
any kind that wishes can speak these words of, of encouragement to the people. Talmud Leimara. So it says, uh, Pasik teaches us uh, the continuation of the parsha. It says, "V'dibru hashoytrim." It's the shoytrim that speak. That the shoytrim speak to the people the words of encouragement in addition to the koyim. And the fact that the psukim uh, are close to each other, we learn ma shoytrim bimuna, just like the shoytrim is talking about memuna. They were appointed for this. A position of koyin b'mamuna is also talking about a koyin that was appointed for this, and not just any koyin that wishes can go and do that. So the Gemara asks, "Ve'ema koyin gadol?" Maybe we're talking about the koyin gadol because he's appointed for the kuna gadolah. The Gemara says that the koyin needs to be dumya the shoiter. He has to be similar to the shoiter. Ma shoiter sheyesh b'mamuna al gabav, just like the essence of police, the shoiter, the guard is. Uh, he has a judge who is Mamun al Gabav, who is appointed over him. He shows him, he teaches him to, he instructs him to uh, to uh, go ahead and punish those who need to be punished or to uh, do what needs to be done. Have Koyen. Also, the Koyen needs to have Sheesh Mamun al Gabav. He has to have somebody who is appointed over him. That's the Koyen Godel. But the Koyen Godel himself has nobody on top of him. The Gemara said, but that's not true because Kohen Gadol Nanaikamelech. Kohen Gadol also has a king which is Al Gabav, which is on top of him. And the Gemara answers that when we talk about the Asif Samra Mimuna, means Bavidosi Komar, that he's appointed in his type of task, uh, which is important, uh, which is another appointment. A Kohen Gadol is not over him in his. Uh, his work that he's doing. He's higher, but he's not in the same task. Maybe the coin that's mentioned here is the assistant, which he is appointed. The coin Godel is uh, above him in service. The Gemara says that it is true that this Gan has somebody who is on top of him. But Zgan love Memunahu, but the Zgan himself is not appointed for any item. There's no, he has no position for to do anything. Tanya, because we learned the Brayso of Reb Chanina Zgan HaKoyanim. Reb Chanina, who was the assistant for the Kohanim, the Zgan Memuna, for what matter is Zgan appointed? And he explains, Shim Erebe Psul. That if there is a disqualification that takes place in the high priest during his service, so this gun, the second in command, would go and serve in his place. But before there is anything wrong with the Kohen Gadol, the Zgan has no appointments in the service of the Beis Hamikdash. He's like every other Kohen. So therefore, we have to say. That there was a special Koyen who was appointed for the war, and he is the Meshuach Mulchama, the night for war. Further, we learn that Mishnah that the Koyen opens up with the language, it says, Ve'omar Aleyam Shema Yisrael. Koyen says, Listen, Israel. And the Gemara explains, Maishno. Why does the Koyen begins with the language of Shema Yisrael? Maishno Shema Yisrael. Why Shema Yisrael? The Gemara answers, Amr Abiyah Shudam Shimon. Ben Yoichai, 
that the Torah hints to them in the words of the Quran something additional, and that is, Hashem says to the Jews, those who are coming to wage war with the Goyim, even if you only fulfill this mitzvah of reading the Shema in the morning and at night time, which is accepting of Malchus Shemaim that you will not be given over in their hands because the fact that you will have the Shekhinah with you, you will be victorious. Further, we learn to the Mishnah that the coin says to the people, Don't be afraid, let your heart not be soft, don't be afraid. The Gemara explains the order of the words of the Koyin according to the uh, order of the going out of the war and the war itself. The Koyin speaks twice with the with the, those going out to war. One at the boundary when they are about to go out of the land of territory of Israel before they actually start the war. Once in the beginning of the war. Basifor, on the boundary, on the territory, at the edge, uh, before the war. What does he say to the warriors? Masechta Soita Daf Membeis Amud Beis, page forty-two, side B. Shimu Divrei Marchei Hamelchama. Listen the rules of the war. Who is fit to remain in the war and who needs to be go back? Who needs to return? V'chazru, and they returned home. All those who were fit to return, and those include those who built a new home, those who planted a orchard, the one who married a, uh, just married, and the Yori Varachelevov, those who are fear and faint of heart. The Braitha continues to explain the second portion of the words of the Koyim. Bamil Choma means when it came to the beginning of the Melchoma, Mahu Oimer, what does he say to them over there? Al Yedach Levavchem, your heart should not be broken from the fear of war. Altiru, don't worry, don't have thoughts and in your heart from the fear of war. don't rush, don't quickly run away. and don't break the uh, waging of the war. The uh, keep on going. And the Brice explains that the Koyan uh, would warn them in these four things. It corresponds to the four specific activities that the uh, idol worship, those who are idol worship, those who are fighting them, what they would do in order to cause uh, the Jews to be afraid. What they would do is megifin, they would bang with their shields, umerin, uh, and they would blow in the horns, and tsevchim, and they would yell in order to scare them, veroimsim, and they would uh, trample with the uh, noises of the horses uh, to uh, make a loud sign. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Plishtim The Plishtim came with the uh, thinking that they're going to win with the victories of Goliath. The Gemara explains who Goliath is. 
how he wages war against Israel and what happens to him in the end. So the Gemara first explains why was he called Goliath. Omar Goliath, Omar Rabbi Yechnon says Rabbi Yechnon she Omar begilui ponim, because he stand with a revealed face with arrogance lifnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu before Hashem, as if to wage war against Hashem, against God. Shenemar, as it says, that Goliath says to the Jews, Brulachem ish v'yeded elai, choose for yourself a man that will come down to me to wage war with me. And the Gemara explains that when it says Eish, a man, he was referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. because during the song at the sea it says Hashem Ish Milcham Hashem, a man of war, and that's the Ish that what he was referring to. And as a response to his uh, wording to the talk of Goliath, Hashem responds on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem says with regards to Goliath, I will kill him, I will make him fall by the hands of a Ben-Ish, meaning a son of a man, which he was very young, he wasn't yet a man by himself, but he's only a Ben-Ish. As the Pesach says, with David Ben-Ish Efrosi Hazem. And David was the son of this Efrosi who sat in Beislechem, that was in the land of Efros. Three times uh, the mouth of that evil person, that Goliath, trapped him by himself, which means that he sort of uh, said within his words, uh, he prophesied his own demise. Echad, one that he says to the Jewish people chose a man to come wage war with me from the fact that he says he will descend to me he doesn't say wage war with me so that means that he will be stronger than himself because he is going to descend upon him so that he said himself that the person will descend over him and another time is when he says to the Jewish people with regards to the person that they choose is he able to wage war and to smite me so he first mentions that possibility that he will be uh, overpowered and he will be won by the other person and the third one is the Ka'amar Leila David. For Goliath said to David when he came to wage war with him, Hachelev Anoichi. Am I a dog? He said, Beinech on your eyes. That you come to me with sticks with which you beat dogs. So since he says the Loshan Bo'elai, you're coming to me. Again, it's Mashma, it has the connotation that he is going to be uh, beaten by David. So the Gemara says, how does the Lashon of Boi lie? mean, you're coming to me, meaning that you're going to overpower him. But David Nami Omar uh, David also, in his response to Goliath, he says, You're coming to me with the sword, and with the spear, and achidoin, and I come with you with the name of Hashem, he says. But we see that David also used the language Boi uh, So, 
that doesn't seem to be a language that would uh, that would mean uh, that they'll fail because David was victorious. And the Gemara answers, Hadar Omerle. But David later on added and he interpreted what he said because he followed it. He says, Vanoichi boy lecho you're coming to me with the sword I come to you b'shem Hashem Tzvokis Elokei Yisrael the name of Hashem Tzvokis the God of Israel Malchus Yisrael Asher Cherafto the one who wages uh, the war for Yisrael that you have cursed and that power I will use to be to win you so therefore David relied uh, with his words on the power of Hashem so his Expression do not represent any weakness. Now, one is going to explain the psukim. It says by Goliath, by Yiga Shaplishti Hashkim Baharif, that the Plishti Goliath came close to the camp of Israel in the morning and the evening. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, what does it mean, Hashkim Baharif, that the purpose of Goliath was the Levatlon Mikriyas Shema Shachris Baharvis to have the Jewish people uh, waste and not recite the Kriya Shema Shachris Baharvis, uh, the morning Shema and the evening Shema, because that is the merit that would protect them from their enemies. First, it says by Goliath that he stood for 40 days to curse, to blaspheme, and to try to stop them from doing mitzvahs. That the reason why he uh, had the possibility to do so for such a long time is for corresponding to the uh, 40 days that the Torah was given. Uh, the uh, it took 40 days uh, after the Seres Hadibris um, from Shavuos until Moshe Rabbeinu came down from the mountain with the Luchas, it took 40 days so that's why he had the power to stand for 40 days it says with regards to Golus and a man went out to Habeinayim. What is Beinayim? My Beinayim. What does it mean? Why is he, why is he referred to as Beinayim? Omar Rav says, Rav Shemivune Mikolmum. Because he was built, he was clean of any blemish. He was uh, totally complete. Shmuel Omar, Shmuel says, because Beinuni Shebbeechov. He was the middle one amongst his uh, brothers. The way Rabbi Shila Omar, the way Rabbi Shila says, I mean the brothers of Goliath. Rabbi Shila says, because, because he was made strong like a building. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, Rabbi Yochanan says, because he had a relationship with his, uh, because with his mother, uh, there were hundred Pelishtim that had a relationship, and he came out of all of them, and also he was bad. Mayo Papi, he was a son of hundred adulterers, the Chada Nani, and there was only one who was his real father. So Isha Binai means that he went out, he came out from from, from many men. The Posik says the Goyas Shmoi Migas. His name was Goliath from Gas. Tony Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef learned the fact that the Torah says Migas, and it doesn't say, in the Poskis Migas, it doesn't say Goliath Hagiti, but Migas. 
is coming to hint you shakol doshin as imoikigas that everybody was threshing, meaning he was uh, as imoy. His mother had the relationship with his imoy kigas, like a press in which you press uh, grapes. See, further it's written with regards to Goliath that he was Maris, uh, that he was from Maris Plishti. The Korinon and the uh, reading of the word is Marchois. Uh, the uh, war, the preparation, the war of Plishti. The Gemara explains to Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef learned that the Pasik uses the words Maris to hint to us Shakoil Heru Bi'imoy that everybody, the old people had a relationship with his mother before he was born. And likewise, it's written uh, by the name of the mother of Goliath, we also find uh, different uh, uh, names. In one place, Ksiv, it's written Harafa, Uchisiv, and in another place, it's written Orpa. So, what does it mean? So, we have a machloikis between Rav and Shmuel. Chad Omar, one says Harafa Shema, her real name was Harafa. Why was her name called Orpa in the Megillah Surus? To teach you that they were all out of her from the back, which means that she gave herself up eh, to have these relationships like an animal face against the back. The other thing that her real name was Orpa. And why does the Shmuel Hanavi call her Rafa? Because that is a hint that she has given herself up to the Nus, the adulterous relationship. They were all thrasher, they had a relationship with her, like uh, wheat that is uh, grinded up, that, that is grinded up through a lot of threshing. The Gemara brings a proof that ground uh, wheat are called harifos. Likewise, we say with regards to the woman that hid son and achimoats. It says isha. The woman took vatifresh as She spread out the curtain up over the well in which they hid vatishtach olov, and she spread out on top of that cover on top of the curtain harifes. those are the grinded up wheat which the uh, way to usual way is that you dry them you spread them out so here we see that harifes really are grinded uh, wheat because they are usually spread out in order to dry and if you want I will tell you from this passage it says initially in tichtosh as evil uh, if you will grind down uh, make very thin as evil that is the fool bamachtish in a grinder in order to remove the foolishness from him so you will grind them together with these grinded out grinded wheat ba'ali in the grinder still he will remain a fool basically say you can grind them up and grind them up so from here we see that harifis are grinded uh, wheat because they are usually ground in the uh, in the grinder. 
Now the Gemara explains what we read in the Navi with regards to the uh, fall of the sons of Arpa in the hands of David and his servants. These four powerful people were born to Harofa, Goliath's mother, Begas in Gas. And they fell in the hands of David in the hands of his servants. The Gemara explains by Nin who who are these that were born to him? That the names are Saf, Umadin, Goliath, Vijbi. They were all mentioned in that chapter. So before, the Lord is going to explain out the Pasik. It says, They fell in the hands of David and fell in his hands. The Lord explains the reason why they fell in the hands of David is the Xi, because it's written in the Pasik in Rus. It says, That Orpo kissed her mother-in-law Naomi but she did not cleave to her but the Rus cleaved to her Omer Rabbi Yitzchak says Rabbi Yitzchak Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch Hu says Yavoyu Bnei HaNeshuka let the sons of the one that was kissed that is Orpo V'yiplu B'yad Bnei HaDevuka and they, they should fall in the hands of the one who cleaved because Rus was the Dru Dvuka Dorash Rova, Rova expounded with regards to the sons of Orpah, the, the powerful son, that Bishar Arba Demois Shahiri the Orpah al Chamoisa, as a payment for the four tears that Orpah let uh, cried, uh, that she let down for her mother in law as the time that they parted. She merited, or permitted, that she had four powerful people came from her that waged war against you. And that's learned from what it says, because it says when they separated from Naomi, it says, they raised their voices and they cried more. So that they, says the post says they cried a second time. So in addition to what we said before, that they cried, they cried again. So these two cries come from two eyes, uh, multiplied by two is four, so we have four tears. And because of this, she merited the four sons who were strong. Further, it says in the post which regards to the spear of Goliath, it says, Chetz uh, Chanisoy. Chetz uh, Chanisim means like Chetzi, half his Chanisim spear. It's lost in half. But we read it, Eitz Chanisim, meaning the wood of his spear. That, that's the handle of the spear. The Gemara explains, Omar Abelozer says, Rabelozer, that the language that it says of a Chetzi here is come to teach us, Adayin lo'igonu lechatzi shivcha yishaloi serosha. The description of Goliath's strength still did not reach it does not express even half of his power of that evil person from the fact that he doesn't even describe the Novi even half of his strength so we learn it's prohibited to relate the praise of the evil and therefore he only describes part of his greatness so the Gemara says if so of a lift up big cloud 
So let us, I don't know, why does the Navi describe it all as praise? If there is a prohibition. The Gemara says that the purpose of the Pasuk is that is coming to tell us the praise of David that he had waged war against Goliath and he was able to uh, be victorious notwithstanding the great strength that Goliath possessed. Now, further we learned in the Mishnah Further, we learned in the Mishnah that we find so that the Bnei Amin that the Amin people came and they trusted the power and the, the victory that of Shevach. So the Gemara now is going to explain the name Shevach and the strength of Shevach. And also there's different ways it's written. Ksiv. In the Sefer Shemul, it's written Shoivach. Uchsiv and Divrayomim, it's written Divrayomim. His name is Shoivach. So, what is the explanation of this? So, there's a machlokes between Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel Chad Omar. One says Shoivach Shemoy. His real name is Shoivach. Velomo Nikros Shemoy Shoivach. And the reason why we call him Shoivach is Shosui Kishoivach because his built was like a a Shoivach, like a nest. Um, so why is in Dibra Yomim is called a Shoifach? Because anybody who would see would be poured in front of him like a jug. Uh, you just pour, kill so many people, just pour, pour out blood. Likewise, we find a similar with regards to the Posik. The way they expound the Posik in the Novi with regards to the armies of Nebuchadnezzar, because over there it says in the Posik, Ash Posik Gever Pesuach Kulam Giboyle. So, what does that mean? So, we have Machloikis to Rabbi Shmuel. Other people say that the Machloikis is between Rabbi and Rabbi Chad Omar once says that the language of Ash Posik that is written in the Posik teaches us that at the time they would throw a arrow they would make heaps and heaps of uh, dead people because of that arrow and that would teach, tell you that they're very strong people so it's Ashposoy is Ashpo uh, meaning the heap of dirt is like an open grave where people would die and if you're going to say that they weren't so strong and the reason is because that they were able to be so successful they were expert they knew not because they were necessarily so powerful that's why the Pasik says that they were all so powerful Chadomar and others says another one says that the reason why the posse calls him Ash Posoy, uh, the uh, heap or heap of garbage is because at the time they would do their needs, they would relieve themselves. They would relieve themselves and make heaps and heaps of excrement because they would eat a lot, they were very strong, and therefore there would be a lot of ashpas. Maybe you're going to say it's not because they're so strong, and the reason there was so much zevil is because they were sick in their stomach, and not because of their strength. That's what the Pasik says. So the Gemara says, 
from the question that the Gemara says we can prove from the fact that the Gemara says that maybe it's the lot of the lot of the zevil comes because they were sick in their stomach that's why there was a lot of zevil, a lot of dirt a person who has too much need that means that that his intestines he is sick the Gemara says what difference does it make him to know that he is sick? The Gemara says, So he should go ahead and seek some healing, a medicine for his sickness before it gets too, too severe. Further, we find another machlaikis in the explanation of the Posik, the Ogo Belevish Yash Cheno. A worry in the place, heart of a man, Yash Cheno. Rabbi Asi disagree. What does the Posik mean? How is the person going to resolve his worries? Chagomar, one says that the way to resolve one's worries is by Yashchenu Midaitu. He should remove his mind from it. Chagomar, and one says that the way to get rid of the worries is Al Yidei through what? To Yisachenu Lachedim. By relating it to others, and his friend will give him some advice of the things that are troubling him that worry. Further, we learned in the Mishnah Atem I Atem Cain, but you that God rewards you not so, but you are guaranteed your victory. Because it says, goes with you to wage war. This is the Kabodor. So why so much? Why did the Torah use the language that Hashem is going? It doesn't say Hashem is with you. Hashem imachem, not halichimachem. The Gemara answers, because Hashem and all of his descriptions, that is the luchos, um, the tablets of the covenant in which it's written the name of Hashem and the kinoy elikecho. So they all were 